Welcome to episode four of the I Am Undeniable podcast. I'm your host, Alex Sundar, and I'm here to drop some major fucking bombs and perspective on how to become unbreakable in your mind, body, and soul. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I literally almost died in Kelowna and give you guys what happened to me a couple days ago, give you that perspective. Because again, with this podcast, what it's about, it's about health and fitness. It's becoming your best self, breaking through limiting beliefs and literally teaching you how to be undeniable and giving you perspective on like what's happening to me post Kelowna, all that good stuff. And I'm hoping you guys can get a lot of perspective from my story today. So it is currently uh, 10 o'clock at night, right? It is a little late. And I just want to make sure this is streaming. So I'm also streaming on Instagram. We are streaming this on Facebook Live as well. And one of the reasons why I actually do that is because I want to reach as many people as possible. So if you guys are in here, if you guys are hanging out, if you guys are on the live stream, say what's up. I want to know who's popping in. So let's uh, let's get into the story, though, because I'm going to literally talk to you guys about how... I almost died in Kelowna. This is a legit story. This is a legit story that I'm going to be uh, uh, sharing with you guys right now. Uh, is, is it streaming? Is it streaming on Instagram? I hope it's working. If you guys can see you on Instagram, let me know. Let me know if it is going live because I want to make sure everything is working correctly. So, yeah. So, I literally almost died in Kelowna when I was there a couple of days ago. I was out there for a Mansion Million Dollar Mastermind event. Uh, my two mentors and coaches were hosting an event out there. Uh, I actually do business coaching under their program in their master when their 10K mastermind program. I'm the head coach running the show in there, and they decide to decided that I should come out, be a student, and literally learn from two of the best coaches in the game when it comes down to building an online fitness coaching business. And when I was actually flying down there. Uh, to be honest, I was filled with a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress coming into Kelowna. Uh, the reason why is I have a very stressful home life right now. We got some stuff going on personally that we're constantly going through, right? But that's just part of life sometimes, right? You got to deal with personal stress and everything going on. We all deal with life stress. And coming into Kelowna, I was very worried about leaving home. I was a little insecure actually coming into that event. To believe it or not, uh, because Kelowna, every time I come down to it, has never been nice to me. Nice to me has always been mean to me. And uh wasn't just feeling like my best self, you know? Usually happens when you travel sometimes. Travel for that day. Uh, and I was coming into the event. I was actually quite a bit nervous. I wasn't relaxed like I like I normally am coming into the event. I, I felt like a lot of heaviness from that day. I couldn't explain why why I felt so much heaviness. Uh, it usually doesn't happen like that to me, right? So uh, when I was there in Kelowna, in Kelowna, just kind of hanging out and doing my thing for this million-dollar uh, mansion uh, mansion event that I was there for, you know, uh, it was actually at this mansion that was not in Kelowna, but it was outside of Kelowna with a bunch of cottages in this huge mansion overlooking the lake up on this giant, I guess they call it mountains there. But if you guys live in Kelowna, if you guys are listening to me from Kelowna, 
you all don't know what mountains are. I'm from the Rocky Mountains. We got real mountains out here. So I call them giant hills. Uh, I would say it's about an hour outside of central Kelowna, 40 minutes, an hour. Oh, yeah, hour, about an hour uh, from West Kelowna, if you're following the speed limit and all that. So got a rental car, met up with a couple other coaches there, a couple boys, a couple girls that I know. We drove out there and uh, met up with my mentor, Brian, said, what's up? He kind of showed us to where the cottage is. Uh, and I wasn't staying actually in the mansion. We had other students actually staying in there. I think there's like maybe like 20 to 30 rooms. So 20 to 30 people can actually stay in there. It's a huge, huge mansion. Huge. Like tons of rooms, theaters, like hot tubs, you name it. I got he, I actually got to stay in the cottage away from the students. So I put all my stuff on there and dropped everything off. You know, we're going around, we're going up into the mansion because we're getting ready for the introduction for the students to come in. I say, what's up to the team? We're hanging out, right? They're prepping the food coming on. And then all of a sudden, I felt this look behind my back. Like, whoa, someone's fucking giving me a fucking look right now. Like a little glare, like a hard glare. And I'm like, shit, like what the fuck is going on? Who the fuck is looking at me right now? So I turn around. And there is mom. I call her Mama J. Janelle Wheel, uh, one of the most successful people I know, and a good friend of mine, uh, was looking at me. And as she was looking at me, I was like, "Man, like something's fucking wrong right now." I looked at my forearm, and all I saw was a bunch of hives actually coming up on my arm. Right. My eyes and my face felt like it was swelling up. And I'm like, man, what the hell is going on right now? So I was like, you know what? Like, I have bad allergies. I'm going to go back down to the cottage, grab my medication, and I'll be back up. I'll be good. I'll be fine. Right. That's how we do it. That's how we show up sometimes. So I actually went down to the cottage. I, I, well, actually, let me backtrack. Before I actually left to the cottage, I was walking out, and Janelle and Sam's completely stopped me. And they're like, yo, are you good? Like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm just going to get my medication. I think I'm fine. Should we come out with you? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's fucking do it. Yeah, come out with me. I think that's a good idea. Little did I know that as I was walking down to the cottage with them, my airway started to close up in my throat. I couldn't breathe. My airway was starting to close up, right? I'm like, free. I'm like, man, like, I just need to get my medication. I'm going to push it down there. But thankfully, Mama J stopped me. She's like, no, 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 no. Sit the fuck down, Alex. Because I, I can be stubborn as fuck. I can be super fucking stubborn. Sit the fuck down. Chill the fuck out. And thankfully, Stan, one of my other coaches on the PT Don team, ran down to the cottage, got my medication, ran back, uh, gave me uh, some uh, like over-the-counter allergy pills. And then I looked at her. I'm like, my breathing is not doing good. I think you need to go back down and get my EpiPens. And she's got asthma, but she did it anyways. Thank, shout out to Sam. Thank you for being a champ. Got my EpiPen, popped two allergy pills. We went back up to the mansion event because we're getting ready for this fucking event, right? I want to be there. And then my, I'm just not feeling good. My airway's starting to close off. I'm sitting in front of the corner. Everyone's like, you know, hanging out, chilling out. They're kind of looking at me like, what the hell's going on? I kind of told my, I got allergies, but I'm, I'm good. We're just, we're just hanging out. And then. I see this giant bull that a guy named Patrick Hahn was, was Patrick Hahn was there. Shout out to Patrick. He was eating this giant bowl of cashews. 
and I'm severely allergic to nuts. Severely allergic to nuts. And what I'm actually assuming happened during that time is that that bowl of nuts was there the whole time. I was shaking hands with everyone, hugging people. I was probably touching my lips afterwards. I probably got some of those nut juices down my mouth. <laughs> and uh, I, I started to go into anaphylactic shock. My airway was closing up quickly, 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 quickly. Uh, so I looked at Mama J. I'm like, yo, we need to go into the next room. You need to stick in my EpiPen right now. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's panicking. I go into the next room. I drop my pants down. Mama J is like, what do I do? I'm like, yo, just unhook this side of my leg, stab hard. And for those who actually don't see, have never seen an EpiPen, it's a thick needle. It's long and it's super thick and it hurts. And ephedrine does not feel good on the body. It, it sucks to be on ephedrine. It doesn't feel good. So they stuck me with ephedrine. Uh, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I feel nauseous. My air is going up. My vision's blurring. I come out of the room. They're like, are you okay? We got like camera crews, a bunch of people everywhere. And I said, yeah, I think I'm good. Like I just took a shot of an EpiPen. And then Mama J said, no, he's not good. He needs to go to the ER now. Like uh, now, now, now. And uh, so short story is that because we're so far out from Kelowna Central, there was no ambulances that could make it in time. They're like an hour and a half out, right? So my boy Cole, Brian, uh, Nick, they took me downstairs. They took me in their G-Wagon and we sped off to the hospital ASAP. Mama J told them that it's, calm, it's, it's normal for someone to pass out on ephedrine with an EpiPen. Uh, I was okay. I was like in and out of consciousness trying to go down there, trying to keep myself together. They were talking. Everyone's freaking out. The mansion to clean up everything, get rid of the nuts so I can come back. And we made it to the ER within 25 minutes. They dropped me off. They took care of me. Uh, I told the ER doc, he gave me some heavy, heavy ass medication, medication. And then, uh, because I didn't want to fucking come back. I'm like, for those who don't know what an EpiPen does, it just manages the symptoms of like severe allergies, but it doesn't like fix it. So I was like, you know what? I give me something. I do not want to come back here. I'm here from the vet a little bit outside of Kelowna, right? I don't want to spend my time here in the hospital or managing symptoms. He gave me some drugs. I went to bed that night in Brian's mansion. By the way, he has such a cool killer-ass shower in the basement. Like, one of the best showers I've ever been in. Woke up at, at 4 in the morning, I believe. Yeah, 4 in the morning the next morning. Got about, like, 5 hours of sleep. And I felt like a million bucks. I felt like 15 out of 10. I came to the gym, got a great workout in. Everyone's, like, asking me how I was. I'm like, yo, I'm fine. I feel fucking amazing. Like, I feel 15 out of 10. I was probably one of the most energetic and excited persons that day of the event. And it's because of that medication. I did crash hard on Monday. So, like I mentioned at the start of this video, like, I almost died with going to Kelowna. So, something that I do is that I never carry my EpiPens anywhere with me. I'm really bad for it. Like, I just never saw the point of it because I've never had an anaphylactic shock happen like that. Even if it did happen... Like it's probably happened twice other in my two to three times in my last like 20 years it just doesn't happen. And usually there's like hospital around the corner. So I never really worried about it or never thought about it. <clears throat> but if I didn't bring my EpiPens that day, I would not be here today. Like a hundred percent not. 
<clears throat> so I learned a pretty hard lesson that I should probably listen to my doctors and carry EpiPens, a bunch of EpiPens everywhere I fucking go. Like that's never happening again. Like I fucking, I value it now. I see, I see the lesson that the world was telling me in that moment. And to be honest, even though I kind of went through that allergic reaction, even though I, I technically kind of almost died if I didn't have my EpiPens, I gained a lot of clarity out of that. Like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, this episode, I did not feel too good going into Kelowna. I had a lot of anxiety. And that EpiPen shot brought up a lot of embarrassment. I felt embarrassed the fact that I had another incident in Kelowna. I felt embarrassed that these people had to drive me the drive me to the hospital i felt embarrassed that i was that this fucking happened i was just i was embarrassed i was shamed and that was a part of me that needed to die i felt like i kind of went through an ego death that night a part of me needed to die and that person who felt like that died i felt like i released a whole shitload of stuff that was really weighing me down and i woke up the next day with so much clarity feeling so much better, so much stress was just released in a weird way. That allergic reaction, me going to that hospital, me stabbing myself with an EpiPen was probably one of the best things that happened to me during that trip because it really released a lot of stress for me. Kind of like just kind of gave my body like, you know what? You need to just chill the fuck out a little bit. And, uh, so yeah, that was like a big lesson for me. It was kind of really showing me like how wound up I was and how much I just need to really let go and kind of surrender to like the moment. And because if I didn't have that happen, I would have been so wound up. I probably would not have been as present, would not have learned as much as I did at this event and not would have like, like had the amount of clarity I had right now. Like I came back from that event, like it's what Wednesday, Tuesday night right now. I feel amazing. I feel like I'm on point. I'm a rock star. I'm a killer. I'm, I'm coming for people right now. Right. You know, I feel really, really, really good. But that would not have happened unless I went and had that ephedrine shot and that allergic reaction. Now, I am feeling a bit of side effects, like my anxiety and fear is kind of through the roof. I remember we were flying back and if there, was, there wasn't turbulence, like the plane shakes a little bit and I'm there. I'm like, man, I feel like I'm going to die right now. <laughs> I really felt like the plane was crashing. I was like visualizing the plane crashing the Kelowna and me freaking out. I was inside. I was freaking out. I looked super calm. Uh, but the funny thing about me is like, I'm such a calm person that when my body freaks out or my mind freaks out, it's kind of like my, my mind separates from what my body and brain is kind of going through. It's like, I'm watching myself from third person. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. So I'm kind of experiencing that right now. It's kind of going through like some fear from the, from, uh, from the allergic reaction, like post fear, uh, right. Like when it comes to driving and stuff like that. So I'm going to be working through that. And I'll give you guys an update of kind of where I'm at on that in a couple of weeks. Uh, but overall, dude, it, it was like, you know, it's all perspective at the end of the day. It is all perspective. I could look at that moment and put myself down, you know, shame myself, you know, not feel good, like be embarrassed about it. Like I told you before, or I could change my perspective on it. And it was a really, really good thing. It happened. It really like released a lot of tension that I was kind of going through. So remember, like, it does not matter. Like at the end of the day, shit happens. Life happens. It is all perspective on how you take it. And I felt like I took it in a beautiful, beautiful way. So that is it for episode four uh, 
on the I Am Undeniable podcast. If you guys got value on this, click that subscribe button. Uh, I'm going to be dropping a podcast every single day for the next 30 days. This is number four out of 30. And I got some a lot of people coming on. I got guest speakers coming on. Like, I'm bringing on names, people. We're not messing around with this podcast. The goal is to impact as many people as possible, and we are absolutely on our way. Peace, love, protein. We'll talk to you all soon.